0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the From Busy to Ridge podcast. Our podcast exists to inspire advisors to increase their profitability and their quality of life for not just themselves, but also for those that they serve. I am joined as always by Wes Young. Wes, how are you today? Fantastic, Andy.
1: Been looking forward to our conversation on this one for a long time.
0: Absolutely. Um, we've got a, we've got a good outline for our conversation today and uh, some familiar themes, but I think we're going to dive a little deeper. Um, the title, um, you know, there's a lot of true crime, uh, podcasts, um, out there. I've listened to one about an arsonist. It was fascinating. So as we were planning for this, uh, I got kind of excited. Um, but there's some introspection that we're going to have, um, inspired today. Uh, so the idea of, are you the arsonist? Um, and, and I guess the idea being, are we, are we the ones who are responsible for our own destruction? Is that another way of saying that? sure yeah so um we we want to uh, well I'll, I'll let you run with the um uh, with the with the goat and stuff you can go in with that
1: sure. sure no we brought we brought Seth Godin. I quote him frequently because he's got so many useful ideas um but I've just been in this recent time of really going back and rereading a ton of blogs that he's put out over time yeah. and he has he creates really timeless principled stuff yeah, yeah. well it, and he's one that not only I get we talk about this all the time with clients and with and with with the podcast here, but is he not only is good at collecting dots but connecting dots in a way that makes it super usable for people. So this was one. Uh, so again, if you don't follow Seth Godin's work, go go follow it. Go to his podcast. Go to his –
0: you know that? Uh, and this is this is part of this is just smart. Is that he, he? You know, he tells. Do you know how he tells people to get to his his website? Mm-mm. He says Google Seth. <laughs> because what happens is if you Google Seth, it's the second return. If you go into an incognito, because yours would be biased. You have so much Seth's code and traffic on your browser. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Right. Uh, it's like your homepage. Right. But, but, um, and I think this is, there's a lesson here for all of us. Uh, you know, Wes, you're the ideas guy. If a business owner needs help, they're like, but just go talk to Wes. Like, I, what's he going to do? I don't know. Just, just, just go find him. He'll help you. But when you search the word Seth. On Google, the first is like the definition of the word Seth, and the next one is his blog, right? Which is great. So you know, be the solution that way. Uh, so, so what about Seth tied you into today today's idea of sort of being the 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 instruments of our own destruction?
1: So this is this is like direct from from a of Seth. I'm going to read you a, a paragraph here, a short paragraph, but it'll tie right into everything we're going to talk about. He says this: "It's all invented." but that doesn't mean it's not real. It's all in your head. Just because it's in your head doesn't mean you're not in pain and you don't feel sick. The paralyzing fear we have when faced with freedom is invented. As it is all the drama we experience, we decide the event or probability of the event should be dramatized. We invent our expectation, our rules. We invent what must happen what needs to happen? We most of all invent the constraints, and I love that part. We invent the constraints that keep us from seeking freedom. If we invent it, why not invent different rules, different expectations?
0: I rarely, am I, rarely in my life have I loved and hated something so much at the same time uh, as as that. I mean, that's 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 like a good dental cleaning. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> So true and yet so painfully true, right yeah,
1: and you know it's 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 so insightful because if you think about this uh, as it relates to our topic today are you the are you the arsonist in your life um, we see this in extremes in other people easier than we can see it in ourselves for sure like what um because if you you we all know somebody you pick- you can picture them right now that something happens, maybe they get cut off in traffic, maybe they um uh, get a, get a, a sale doesn't go through right. a uh, a call doesn't happen. A meeting cancels, what whatever it is. And the, the way they respond is they are pouring gas on a fire that really did not exist yet in any big, yeah. large shape or form. Right. It's like, how are you getting that for, I, I love this with air, air airline flights and yeah,
0: airlines are like a pressure cooker.
1: Oh, oh my gosh. You want to talk about, a room full of arsonists. I, I mean, I remember, I was actually, remember leaving Andy, seeing you and Sten at one of uh, your, how to ch- one of the how to charge live events yeah. once. And I got to the airport early so I could grab lunch. I remember this. You didn't have some well, What was that? Oh, oh man. Well, it was great. I finished lunch, you know, and I get, I get over to the gate in, in early enough time to like, like go ahead. And, like and an early, uh, it was like an early afternoon flight. So you would have yeah, been like, mm-hmm. casual. It's going to be back in Austin, you know, so I, uh, I as I'm walking up to the gate, um, you know, about about forty minutes before uh the flight, about ten minutes before good. we boarded. Good, responsible flyer. Good job, Wes. Life did, is simple. You know, Gonna get on the plane. You're home. You know. Oh, good. And and I get an alert along with all the other people um, that were that were around that gate that this flight's been canceled. Oh. And it, it didn't tell us any other information. Just it's been canceled. <laughs> and you would have thought that it told these people we are about to um, file bankruptcy in all of your lives. Like you, everyone in your family is dying of a terminal illness. And because of the way they responded, I mean, it was just, Oh my God. And they're, and they're mad and they're doing this. And, and I thought, well, I guess I'll go, go set up somewhere and do some work. I was going to do. I mean, we're all here guys. It's canceled. It says it. And then of course it, it like rebooks us on some other flight. That's a little bit later, but but even then, even then, like I go sit in the little cantina area, had a beer, yeah. and like yeah. hanging out, and doing some work. You know, kind of putting some stuff off for a while. So I was like, ah, I can just enjoy this time, because yeah. uh, it was a little later. But listen, the, you would have got heard the conversations around because other people were doing the same thing. They just were mad. They they were like, and I'm like, you guys, look, yeah, is it a, is it a, like a an unexpected fire that showed up? Sure. Yeah. But I'm having a whole lot better time than you guys are. And yeah. guess what? We're going to get there at the same time. Either yes. way, either yeah. way.
0: Yeah. You know, I have a friend who um, owns a phenomenal pizza shop um, in our town. It's called Melly's. Um, and they were, they were doing some work on the roof of their building, which they rent in, in, a, in a sort of strip mall thing. And they were, they were, they were re roofing. And so they had ripped a bunch of the roofing off before they put the new roofing on. And then it poured rain. Well, there was no roofing. I mean, there's some, but very little. You know, that wow. it took all the protection off. Uh, and so, wouldn't you know it, uh, right above their pizza shop and ovens, the 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 roof collapsed. Right, and um, the the fascinating thing was, it became this thing where like our our community was like, they're like, hey, we're closed, our roof caved in, and people are like, oh no, like in a good way, they're like, oh, we love you and we're praying for you and. We're going to come back right away. And the reality of that was they all got like a week off of work. Um, They got to fix some stuff that it was kind of old and broken anyway. Right. Um, they know the roof works now because it was fixed. Right. It, insurance covered it and it was okay. Yeah. And other people could have been like, why is God punishing me? And those yeah. burrs? and it's like, or you could just go, that happened. What? Yeah. Here, do you now, what experience do you now want to have? And that's what's so interesting to me about the the experience of an advisor is so malleable. You know, if, if people aren't like super familiar with that word, like bronze is more malleable and gold is more malleable than like steel, right? It's just, it's just, it's soft. Like the 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 experience of an advisor it, it is so easily shaped. It's not like, you know, there's a there's a huge GM plant right where I live. Their experience is not malleable. You go stand in a spot and you do your job and you do not get creative. You yeah. know what you're doing every day for 40 years if you want to, right? Um, and And because of that, I want to encourage everyone who's listening, just try to open up yourself to the idea that Wes is trying to present to you today. That if you find yourself constantly dealing with fires, And just would try to remove the emotion of the answer here, but is it is it possible that you are the arsonist of your own fires? Yeah, and 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 the reality of that, Wes, is if they say yes, if you say yes, then here's the beauty of it. That means you're in control.
1: That's right. That's Right? right. And here here's a good question, Andy is if you if you would say no, ask other people who are close to you that question do you feel like the way i show up in some situation is like i pour gas on fires i make i make something bigger out of things things that are small mm-hmm. and listen all of us are strong and weak in this depends on the area like some some people have built up enough uh emotional fitness to they don't pour gas on certain fires they, they've got muscle memory response they've learned how to do it um um that's how they keep their job that's 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 how they get a you know first date and a second date and you know, they, they learn to emotionally be fit enough to not respond in a way that is uh, unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's some areas where people just not have not developed that skill or that emotion uh, or that emotional response, because it is, Seth is so right. It's all invented. Like it, that, that, the plane canceling, that wasn't invented. That was a, or it's something that happened. But what was invented is how we all decided we were going to respond to how we we're going to feel about it. Right. And some people felt bad emotionally, physically. Oh my. I didn't feel bad. I had a great day, you know? And yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, just, I would like, dude, I want the plane to get there on the time that I said to myself. Uh,
0: let me ask you this, Wes, let me ask you this on, from a physical perspective. And then we're going to go towards, you know, how we actually choose how we physically feel, which is a weird thought for a lot of people, sure. but it gets canceled. You look down and if you can, you're an honest guy. Like, tell me how you felt when you saw you're in the national airport, which is a nice airport, right? Yep. It was early in the day. So you weren't, that tired you just come on spending time with some people but we i I think you were alone for that one um because this is one of your earlier ones you hadn't brought uh one of your other advisors with you and you look down at your phone and 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 for for wes is a situation he looked at his phone for for someone for you listening it's going to be something else but just find out what that's something else for you but for you wes it said canceled what were your initial like what what would you what did you what did you emotionally connect with? Like what, what emotions came up when you saw it canceled?
1: Yeah, I think that the, well, one that goes through your head is I'm not going to get home the time I thought I was yeah. right. That's, that's a reality of that because the flight I was about to get on was canceled. Yeah. So I knew there'd be a later one that wouldn't be. And, um, Whoa, like, but you
0: did. So your mind immediately went to, okay, well that, that expectation, I have to deal with that expectation. That ex- so did you fight that expectation and you just go, well, I guess I'm not getting home before. Right. No, I just okay. surrendered. So, oh, so I, I think it's important to stop. First, my expectation is now going to be removed. I'm going to, I'm not going to live and die by four o'clock was my deadline. And, you know, listen, if you're transporting a heart in a cooler and someone's going to die at four o'clock, if you don't get the heart there, you can freak out about the flame, the plane being canceled. Yeah. But if you're just going to be late, you're just going to, Actually, you're not going to be late anymore because the deadline is gone. So, Wes, you said, okay, four o'clock is not my deadline anymore. I have a different expectation. And then you went to what?
1: I Basically, well, uh, I'll go set up somewhere and figure out what the next plane I'm going to be on is going to look like. And your mind went to, well, there's going to be another plane. Like, like, (laughs) I don't know if you
0: were talking. Yeah, we were talking about this. Um, What's the Tom Hanks movie? The airport.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's right. Um, what's it? Why what, was it? I think it's called airport. Yeah, I can. Oh, it? Okay. You. Sorry. 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 Um, but yeah, it, it, like that's not going to happen to you, friends. Mm-hmm. It's not the next movie where you get stuck in an airport. Oh, you get stuck in was- an airport because he gets stuck in the airport because of um, it's a visa issue. Right. Yeah. So he has to stay there because if he steps outside, you know, they deport him back to wherever. Right. So this guy ends up actually living in an airport for you know a decade or something like that. Like, like, Wes, your reaction was like, not, oh, my gosh.
1: And by the way, yeah. that is a great movie to watch that is a beautiful example of what we're talking about here. That's true. Because he figures out how to make the best of the circumstances he's been given. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. he doesn't get stuck in the airport he doesn't marry Catherine Zeta-Jones. That, that, that didn't happen, right? But because he's stuck in the airport, all that transpires. We
0: call it the Catherine Zeta-Jones principle. <laughs> it, you have what? to embrace be on the, the show, And you too <laughs> can marry Catherine Zeta-Jones. I don't know. She's <laughs> only been married once or twice, so. She's off the market. Sorry. Um, but the reality of that is that you're you're, you're like, sometimes I find this to be helpful. What's the worst thing that happens? Like, like I had a bad commute not too long ago, situation, possibility. And the worst case scenario is I just don't go into the office. Like the worst case scenario is traffic is so bad, I just turn around and go home. Yeah. And I close the door and I say, kids, dad's going to be home. Or I go to Starbucks. Like, that's my worst case scenario. So your worst case scenario in that moment was like, I'm going to go have a beer. Yeah. And Sarah, that's it. It was pretty you good. Place. Yeah. Oh man. What am I going to do? Oh yeah. I can go
1: hang out. i in a Surround. in a place with a bunch of live music and yeah. uh and, and some some places cool places to, to hang out. Yeah, and, and and wait for the next
0: large metallic tube to fly through the air to take me home instead of me having to
1: walk, right? Yeah. Or car, right? In how but how many ways, if like if what I think a good thing to do, like if there's a question, if there's a takeaway here is if you find yourself constantly dealing with fires, you got to ask yourself, who is the arsonist? And I think there's a there's like some things to think about. One is, is it, is it you? Like, are you really inventing something that's so much more dramatic than needs to be there? Are you are you the financial news network that's talking about that the market's down and it's never going to be good again? And now uh, things are different and here's all the reasons. The reason. market's uh, up and we should be worried about
0: that because of this. And the market's down and it's market's great, like- up. Oh well, it's not theories. gonna last
1: forever, you all
0: know.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, just worry. Growing up as an arsonist, and and really think through your day where you're suffering unnecessarily, mm-hmm. or and here's a big one: are you making other people suffer unnecessarily? Because arson doesn't just affect the person who set the fire; it's all the other people around it. Yeah. And and are you? I mean, you know somebody. I guarantee it. And I know somebody. And they're pictured in their mind right now they're an arsonist and it's unnecessary in most cases. And don't mean you don't love them. And that, you know, it just yeah. means, man, you probably, they probably are missing opportunities that, uh, could have been given to them, but because of, they are a fire setter, they don't get those opportunities because people are like, I don't want to go through the emotional, like constraint of actually dealing with that. That comes along with being around that person. They set fires that aren't there, even if they're good, they, they do it. And the experience they have is everybody gets burned. You know, one of the
0: things, um, that I like to do, one of my favorite things to do when I'm out at work is to be on a baseball field, either as a coach or now I started to do some umpiring with my son. And I kid you not, was I was at, uh, so I, our, our head umpire of our league uh, moved to a different league because it's closer to his house. And so I've kind of become the default person to kind of schedule the umpires and kind of mentor them and stuff. And last night I went to a um, set, go check on this high school kid, he's a sophomore, his name's Alex, and he was at the T-Ball field. Now, this is the stuff that, you know, YouTube and Facebook videos are the dreams of. Like, it is just hilarious. It is seven kids trying to get one baseball. You know, I, I walked up to the field and I kid you not, the first thing I see is the first baseman, this girl's, you know, five years old, and she just throws her mitt. Like, they're getting on the field to start the inning. And she just gets to her spot and she takes off her mitt and she just throws it. And they're like, all right, play ball. And I'm like, God bless this situation. <laughs> the first thing I see is a girl run on the field. And take her mitt and just throw it. And the coaches didn't even tell her to go pick it up. They're like, "I guess Molly's not using her mitt to Cindy." You know what I mean? And, yeah. And I walked up to this high school kid and I said, "Hey, Alex, like, how are things going?" Good, but that coach right there, man, and the Tennessee hat, like, he's just angry. And I thought to myself, literally in that moment, does this guy know this is t ball? Right. Like, like, what is going on in that guy's heart? Actually, I Actually, had compassion. And I was kind of more sad than I was like amused, but I was like, what is going on in your life and in, in your in your your like your 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 system mm-hmm. you get freaked out at a t ball game? Yeah. Like like talk about arson, right? But then we can take this to other areas where it's just like if if work is always this or your marriage is always this, like we are a part of everything we relate to. So we have to decide how we're gonna relate to it, right?
1: One um, of the go one, ahead. Of, one of the critical thing so I a lot of times um when we're doing uh, and we've got a we've got a really cool exercise for this that that we'll we'll talk about in a future episode, but when we're trying to maximize um both the effectiveness and the and the enjoyment that our team experiences in the work that we do, we we have this exercise that enables us to um like go through all the things you do in your day and you n- number them how critical mission critical is for you for you to do it uh at web. like what is is it your highest kind of moderate or not not really relevant con- contribution to the organization and then the second one is like how are you enjoying it um which which is also a different level, and we'll go into more of that later but the key, one of the key takeaways every time we do that exercise, just depending on where someone's at, I frequently have had people uh, that are part of our team say you know i'm I'm feeling a little burned out I'm feeling a little like, uh, stressed out. And I'll ask them, I'll say, Well, wh- what would a day in the life of you have to look like for you to f- not feel that way? Like, what would be a great experience through your day? Yeah. 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 I will tell you the, 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 all of a sudden it's like, it's like putting out the fire because most of the time that when they've not identified that, they say, Well, I, I really don't know. And then sometimes it's, So what's the thing that is you're buffing up against that's really causing you to like pour gas on? The fire to make it bigger in that emotional response. Cause then you can identify it and then you can actually choose how you're going to feel about it. Cause if it's one of those things we can, you know, not have to do great, but if it's mission critical and it's just one of those things that shows up, like here's, here's one for advisors. We will experience times where the markets are selling at a deep discount. Yeah. We'll experience it. So if you don't decide now how you're not going to be an arsonist when that happens, in fact, that it, we do a controlled burn in advance. How about that? Where we, we already tell the client that that's going to happen. In fact, it's not something we, we're not, not only going to happen, not, not, not only it, we're going to take advantage of it. And here's how. And then you tell them to emotionally prepare them in advance to where it's not even a fire for them. Um, so mm-hmm. I think it's, it's so much, any about are, are you it? And, and really, I think here's maybe a better question is <laughs> where, where are you in arsonist? Because you follow me around long enough. Um, and, and especially if I'm tired or hungry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna be way more of an arsonist. And so if I know those things, how can I hit off how can I control burn in advance to prepare myself to better handle those so the next time I'm not doing what I did the last time? Yeah. Uh, and then I just say a couple other things. I'd love your your thoughts, and then I think we can we can land the plane on this one. But um one of the things, if I had to like after surveying a ton of people, um one of the things that causes more fires or causes them to be an arsonist than not, is the way we respond to disruption to our schedule. Mm. And, and, and you were telling me a story about this earlier, Andy, about a recent disruption to your schedule. that You had a choice, and I guarantee you the other people that had the same choice, not all of them chose not to be an arsonist. In fact, they probably poured gas on the fire of the disruption to their, to, 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 to their schedule. Well, and I, I, I've, I've had a couple,
0: you know, I, I, I know I shared one earlier. It was actually when that happened last night where it was, um, it was an umpire one where, you know, this is my life. Okay. And, and this is, I love so many parts of my life. Like I'm not going to brag, but like because I embrace this stuff. So this was my n- night last night after work, Wes. And there's going to be people who think that's crazy. And some people are like, I miss those days and some people you're in these days and you need to be grateful for them. I'm not encouraging you. I'm telling you, be grateful. So I had to leave work a little early, pick up my son from school. We he I took him home because I had to, then I took he he's 16 and he was umpiring a couple games at our local little league. And my daughter had her second ever softball game um, starting about 20 minutes after that. So I had to run get his umpire equipment. I took him and then uh, my youngest daughter who's uh, 11. She she I went and coached her game for about an hour and a half, which is super fun. And then after the game, you know, she she wants to go, you know, get a hot dog and so on, so we go do that. And I go umpire for a little bit and she's getting chewed up by mosquitoes and she wants to leave. My other daughter's at ballet and I got to pick her up in 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, this timing is just kind of tough. And I'm like, okay, well, let's just, let's just go watch your daughter, your sister finish her ballet. So we leave, we go, you know, get the ballet, get the ballerina and then my other daughter and then take them home. Then I go back to the baseball field my my son's like, pick us up at like 9.20 because the game's supposed to be over about 9. But you know, my, my hand. Hey. Um, Wes, it went into extra innings. These kids are like 11 years old. Oh, God. God. Tied at the sort of time limit. I mean, there's no new inning after an hour and 45, okay? The game ended up being three hours long. And it was awesome. I mean, these kids didn't get home until 10.45 on a school night, you know what I mean? Like, we're going to make new rules in the league because this game was so but, epic. I right. think
1: I burned the field down. I think I would have been an arsonist in that example. Oh my gosh.
0: It was so great because here's the thing. So in baseball, there's no such thing as overtime. It's called extra innings. I mean, these kids are used to just, you know, you play for an hour and a half or two and you just, you know, you win or lose and you go, but you know, and we try to play it up. So it's like, it's getting kind of late. And these kids are like, gosh, this kid's game, this been really long and it's tied and it's like come back and tie. And then they get to bat and they come back and tie. so it's tied. And, and they're like, are we going to, the coach is like, are we are going to keep playing? And it's totally my call. And I was like, yeah, let's keep, you know, I hate ties. I'm not Canadian. This isn't hockey. Let's play ball, right? And so like, great. And, you know, the kids are into it we're into it. And so it's tied at the end re- of the regular time. And then, and then, you know, one team scores visitors, score two, and then home scores two. It's tied again. I go, all right, guys, this next inning, we start with a runner at second base and one out. And these kids have never done this. And they're all going, why is there a gone second? Why is there a one out? And I was like, it's just a way to speed things up. And this one kid goes, we're in our second overtime. This is epic. You know what I mean? And the coaches are getting kind of cranky. Yeah. And I look at this guy, because I'm on the field. I go, dude, this is what dreams are made of. These kids are living their best life right now. They're gonna rem- they are gonna, might remember this game for the rest of their lives. And wouldn't you know it, the game ends on this line drive. The kid drops the ball. Then he picks it up, throws it to the person. And it's like three-hour epic, whatever. It was awesome. Now was my wife super happy that I was out till ten forty five? You know, and game. No, but I got to be part of something awesome, and those kids are going to remember forever. And like that was now was I tired when I woke up this morning at my regular time? Yeah, but it's like listen, the only thing I know is these two things: stuff will happen you didn't expect, and number two is you have a choice how to respond to that. I mean, so many of us, per Wes's words, choose to burn it down, right? And instead, it's like, why do we just go? Hey, this is the fire that is life, versus yeah. burn it down. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and and, and you know, to kind of close this up, I, I really do think it's it's as simple as you can be an arsonist or you can do a controlled burn, and 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 controlled burn doesn't mean you're not going to bump up against things that are on fire. It means it doesn't destroy. It only helps, and you have a lot more your, your experience, and those that are around you have a lot better experience. So. So just ask yourself, Hey, what, where is am I? am I really weak here? Cause you're probably good at this in some areas. You're probably got some areas and there's probably circumstances that when you see them coming, you know, man, I'm, I'm, I got a high probability of not making life better for anybody in this, including myself because of what I manufacture, how I invent the way I feel. And I want you to feel great. And I want you to have the people around you be glad you're there. Part of your team um, going forward. So just, just be mindful, kind of a fun offset of all that. Just just wanted to kind of dig into this a little bit because we've been talking about it a lot in bits and pieces on the podcast. Yeah,
0: I, Wes, we're going to talk about this more because I think it's just, it just becomes this theme It's sort of the DNA. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, if you're a person who just is constantly frustrated, there's a person in our community, actually, we're going to kind of get around him uh, on a call tomorrow and help him sort through this. But like, he just feels like his life is chaos. and And I think it's chaos because he chooses to label things as chaos. Um, yep. and, and, and he, so he just sort of creates chaos. Yeah. And listen, you know, people like this, it's like, everything is drama to them. Everything is, ah, 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 you know, like, you know, you could just stop screaming, right. <laughs> freaking out. You know what I mean? Like those people, their plane gets canceled. Like you can choose to freak out or not freak out. You know what I mean? But you have a choice. So I do want to encourage you like heed Wes's word of, of encouragement and warning. Mm-hmm. But but also I, I love this last point you made, Wes, and I just want to clarify it before we 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 end, is that you might be really good at some areas of life of not being an arsonist, but other areas you are like when you're at work you're like man I got this like yeah. I'm I'm on top of this yep that happened they said no you know there's an issue I'll, I'll fix it it's okay remain calm everyone, but in your relationships or whatever it might be your phase whatever it's like you just feel like, man, this keeps happening to me. Mm-hmm. So it works, something happens, and you go, I can fix it. But somewhere else, you're like, God, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. Your spouse, why are you doing this to me? You know, understand that there's, there's all different areas of our life that we have control over. And the first step of having control is saying, I have control. And then then you start to make decisions. So Wes, thank you for being an example of this. Um, and for those who are flying, you know, I encourage you, there is no better um laboratory or observation place of observation of people who choose maybe the subway in new york or something like that because everyone just has decided that life is horrible right um but to to see this in action and then choose not to burn it down right Cho- choose a controlled burn choose choose how you want to act and feel and react uh and wes i thank you for for walking us through this and, and friends if you're listening I hope he'll just put this into practice like right now. What is the thing that's freaking you out that you need to say? What if I just decided not to freak out and just focus on a solution? So, Wes, thank you. We appreciate you.
1: Thanks, Andy.